quick thing before we hop into the episode uh happy international podcast day uh so yeah just wanted to wish you a happy international podcast day welcome to film study and all american podcast with lexi i'm lexi and i'm super excited because i have my cousin my own flesh and blood <laughs> joining the podcast with me today uh and his name is jerry so we're gonna have some fun. Are you excited, Barry? Yeah, yeah, let's get it going. Let's get it going. We're gonna talk about episodes four and five. My mind's playing tricks on me is episode four, and episode five is how come. And so, yeah, we're gonna do all of that or those two, uh, and yeah, we're gonna have some fun. So, number one, let's get started. What would you think of these two episodes off the bat? Uh, episode four is really good. It uh, really touched on the fact of family. Um, and episode five was good, but a little less hearted than the first one, uh, episode four, because uh, it's more mainly the game was going on, Spencer's game with Chris and how they got stuff going on in their lives. But we'll touch more on that. Right, right. Wait, so you said it touched on family. How so? Um, the stuff with Olivia, uh and Jordan. Um how they feel like Olivia's using again. And then That's episode five, sir. That's episode four. It's that's both. definitely episode five, right? I just I rewatched both of them. It's it's in both. It's uh four lets it lead into five. But five um, is where five is where Laura suspects. Yeah, yeah, five is where she talk actually talks to her. But but in episode four though, there, uh, Laura and uh, Coach Baker are both talking about it. Like, and at the dinner table, um, well, there's mainly about Jordan, about Simone, and all that. They said they want you know all the best interests for Jordan. So that's, that's the, the family stuff. That's kind of going into and the stuff with Simone and the baby. Yeah, yeah. So, speaking about four, I thought four was good. Five was. I was wanting more on Olivia's side. Like, yeah, she got her own sort of side storyline there, but I don't know. I just feel like we could have gotten some more of her thoughts about the whole situation. It was kind of she was kind of passive throughout the episode, but. Um, so we start off with four, and we ended three actually with Spencer telling Layla about his arm, um, and she suggested he go to therapy. So it starts out with Spencer in therapy, um, and Spencer's just trying to figure out like what happened to his arm, and Doctor Spears is trying to help him. And I have a whole episode on this, <laughs> so yeah. stay tuned for that. Uh, but yeah, uh, he's really trying to get a sense of how he can fix his arm because, you know, he made a promise to the school and all of that to get them to the championship. What did you think about that and and what Dr. Spears, because Dr. Spears advised him basically to do the hard work to figure out who or what his stuck point was and 
maybe at first he thought it was, you know, all of the stress that he's been dealing with, with Darnell, which we'll talk about in a second, and Jordan, which we'll also talk about in a second, and maybe in Olivia. Uh, but Dr. Spears was just like, um, I'm, I'm not sure it's that, that simple. Um, and so as we go through the episode, we see that Spencer sort of slowly comes to the realization that uh, Coop is in fact his stuff point. Uh, and he ends episode four on that thread um, and then starts out episode five with not sort of avoiding her until like the, the ending of five, he tells her. So what did you think about that whole journey from like Spencer thinking his stuck point was one thing to then um, coming to the conclusion that it was Coop and then telling her in the way that he did? Um, I feel like uh, Spencer did it the right way. You just sometimes you got to rip the bandage off. I mean, stuff may hurt, but he had to tell Coop that the stuff that she did did end up affecting him. And it did. It ended up getting him shot. Because um, he did tell her not to do this and that. Granted, Spencer did uh, go do some stuff on his own, too, that he didn't have to do. But I believe that uh, Coop is his stuck point because the love he shares for Coop. And he just didn't want to see her do any wrong. But she also has love for herself. Coop has love for herself and love for things. Lots of love for herself. Coop is in love with herself. Yeah. (laughs) So I feel like the love she, I feel like Coop is a very loving person. And all that Mm -hmm. love ended up turning into a bad thing. Right. Right. Um, You know, that's a very balanced view, sir. I appreciate that. I also agree that I, you know, I thought that Coop was Spencer's stuck point. Um, And I'm glad he came to that conclusion. Uh, We'll all have to remind ourselves that these characters are still in high school still. Um, And so they're not always going to... A lot of emotion. Right. Right. They go off emotion and they're not always going to respond maybe in the most perfect way. And so I think even though I think that he was maybe a little short with her uh, (laughs) at the end of five, um, I think it's because he had been sort of bottling this up. And so it just came out. um, All at once. Right. It came out all at once. And it was maybe even a factor of all of the stress that he had been, been going through. And we know that Coop on, on on her end has always like has also been dealing with um, trying to figure out what whether she wants to stay in school. Uh, she's really behind, and so she's been figuring that out, and also trying to deal with this Mo thing in the background, where it's like Mo's. It seems like Mo is actually you know turning the turning a corner, turn, taking a new leaf, and uh, <laughs> trying to change the. Trying to change community. the community. Do you believe that? Um, in a way, I mean, she is from there. Like, she might have her own reasons of why she's doing it, but I feel like she's trying to change it to an extent. Right, right. I actually uh, feel the same. Feel the same. Um, 
And so, anyway, so yeah, we know that Coop is pretty preoccupied with that, and both Spencer and Patience actually are getting pretty frustrated with Coop, I would say, because she is so worried about Mo and what Mo's doing. Um, but yeah, so that's that's on Coop's end, but going back to Spencer for a second, we know that you know, things with the Chargers haven't been great. And uh, this just, this story just continues because in episode four, we see that Darnell is leaving um, because his mom is like hurt. And so he has to go and take care of her. And we also know that they had that like issue with who's going to be the quarterback. It was this push and pull between Darnell and and Chris. And maybe we saw like once Darnell got his opportunity, then he has to like, go and leave and so Darnell's dealing with that um and so is Spencer really because we know that Spencer thought that Darnell was the better tool yeah. for a quarterback and so now he's gone and uh in in episode five specifically uh we see that Chris is still struggling and they're trying to figure out a way to help him and Chris is struggling because Spencer is a stuff point so it's just a ton of going on there's a ton going yeah. on Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on that whole thing? Because you are a football player. So, yeah. two questions um, I have for you. Number one, do you think Billy was right to give Chris, uh, like, you know, he was captain and, and name him st- starting quarterback? And then, number two, what do you think finally? clicked in Chris's mind, you know, after Darnell left um, to say, like, maybe maybe he should sort of step it up, which he eventually did in episode five. Um, I felt like uh, Coach Baker's decision for Chris to be the starting quarterback was the right move, even though Chris might not have been the better quarterback. But for a team that's getting a brand-new head coach, um, brand-new system, I feel like you have to keep some familiarity from the last system because people might not always want to follow that direction. And that might just go for a lot of things, for jobs, anything like that. Um, right. So for him to uh, keep Chris as the starting quarterback, even though he might not have been the best option, that was the correct move in my opinion because Chris already knows the guys. He he lived there his whole life. Those, those are people that he's grew around. Darnell has only been there for what a couple months, a year, whatever it was. Um, so I feel like this was the better, that was definitely the better option. Hmm. And yeah, you said I agree Chris's- too because I think you know Chris Chris looked into a state championship. Uh, he who wasn't in control of his. Um, injury uh and so i think that he deserved the opportunity to to prove himself which he eventually did and though i do feel for darnell and i also understand darnell's frustration because it's his senior year and he's a top player in the country um and it's a tough decision all right right it's a tough decision all around and i didn't necessarily i didn't love how billy handled the situation with Darnell, but I did agree with his decision. 
So that's how I felt about it. But what about the other the other question? How do you think Chris finally came to like we know that Spencer was sort of his stop point because he got injured and you know, we he had that moment in the game where it was like the they had been running max protect um all night long and he finally like was just like we need to open up the playbook. So what do you think happened in his mind? Uh I feel like he's seen like Spencer and his other teammates really really throwing it down, everything they had but he's not giving everything he had and they're losing and he already knows if they lose again it's more than likely no playoffs no state uh crunchaw is getting shut down so he has to pull his weight and seeing his teammates pull their weight it only gives him the motivation to actually go out and do what he needs to do and i feel so once he's seen that it all came on the line and he ended up throwing a first down to spencer while taking a shot and then laughing about it with Spencer saying, you're not my last hit no more. So that made him uh, <laughs> made him feel a little better about what, uh, what's a, what, what the stakes lies ahead, if that makes any sense. Right, right. This actually, and maybe this is because the Cowboys uh, just played. You already know they're not my favorite team. But it actually sort of reminded me of Dak. Uh, <laughs> obviously... Dak started off much better than than Chris did, but you know, coming off of that injury last season, um, in playing as well as he did, now that you know we watched them play against the uh, who they played last night, the Eagles. <laughs> they played against the Eagles, um, and so it like I don't know us doing this podcast today just reminded me of that. Yeah, and how like Chris handled coming back from his injury. Injuries are a big thing in football because injuries definitely can mess with uh, your psyche. You don't want to get hit like that again. Um, so it makes you play a little slower. makes you be more cautious. Like, right. Football is not a game that you can really be cautious. You have to like literally make quick decisions. Quick decisions. You got to be fast, precise. And if you're off just a little bit, that can mean a big play or a small play. Right. Right, and you have to take what the defense gives you. (laughs) I've been laughing at that because that's something that they always say about Lamar Jackson, our quarterback. Um, But yeah, so moving on to the other football team in the show, Beverly, we see that... Asher and Jordan. Yeah. (laughs) So problematic all the time. But uh, Asher is in episode four trying to get in with Coach Montez and Jordan, as we know, is like taking steps to be a better leader. And so really what we see is that Jordan has sort of taken the steps to be a better leader, but he is um, concerned with Simone, um, his girlfriend, um, and because she is just... Uh, giving up her baby and we'll talk about that in a second but we'll, so we I almost feel like in episode, episodes four and five we see I don't know if it's a power shift necessarily but we, you know Asher is still trying to get back onto the team in episode four and by episode five he's back onto the team um because coach Montez sees you know the work even though yeah I feel like he put in 
minimal effort, and maybe I'll get your opinion on that as a football player, but uh, that he put in the work to help his team get better, and then she switches him to defense, and he's not very pleased about it. Um, but yeah, so he you know steps up, and Jordan is very concerned with, uh, like I said, concerned with Simone, and then he has this issue where he, right, he takes... <laughs> concussion medication that he should not be taking um that's mm-hmm. actually bad for him um like anti-nausea medication because he had a concussion and jj had to step in so what were your what was your thoughts on all of that uh just as ashley's coming back onto the team after you know he was suspended for uh, taking steroids and you know we obviously know that in season one he gave up the playbook to the other team um and so now he's just sort of trying to turn it around for himself under a new coach. And, and then Jordan's trying to take on further leadership with the help of Willie, but he's sort of getting distracted now by Simone. And then he, his, his, uh, his leadership is sort of put on pause because he's uh, paused for now on the team because of this concussion. Um, well, for Asher... Me personally, I wouldn't want somebody back on the team that gave up my team's playbook in a playoff game to another team. Um, that's just that's just dead. Um, but uh, but for his, for the stuff he has doing, I, I can't say he has. It does look like he's been working out a lot. He's been around the team. Uh, I'm gonna say he's been trying. Um. Yeah, I wouldn't be pleased either if I was playing receiver my whole life and had to move to defense. But at the end of the day, coaches, it, most coaches look out for your best interest. So he might. And I think Montez is a good coach. Yeah, so he might not see it now, but she's just looking out for him. Right. And then for Jordan, the concussion stuff is a big thing. He took a shot in the game. Um, they said he's going to be out for the game. And then he heard his dad and his old teammate talking. So the nausea medicine he was taking, it's not definitely not good for him because he even said the side effects that was happening to uh, his dad's old teammate because he right. said he almost found him dead. So that would that would be a red flag right there to go try to take it. <laughs> exactly. And like the very next scene, he's taking it, which is like, yeah, then Jordan, he's taking being stupid. <laughs> yeah, all right. Jordan um, stays being impulsive. A lot of impulsive decisions. So, I mean, but I guess he's doing it because it's a senior season. He doesn't have any scholarships yet, even after winning a state title. Um, he's trying to look out for his future. As, uh, and that's probably the main reason he's doing it. Right. Um. But he also seen that JJ just at the end of that game, JJ also just threw a touchdown. So he's like, I gotta get back as soon as possible. It's probably what was going on in his mind. Yeah, he doesn't want to lose his spot, which is interesting because it's like JJ isn't. I mean, granted, we don't know much about JJ as a player. We know that he's a party guy, but it doesn't seem. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He wasn't one they did show him. They he was beforehand. He wasn't an offensive player. He was a. Trade exactly, play. exactly. So I'm very confused as to why Jordan would even be insecure about JJ in the first place. 
Uh, which I believe, uh, I believe they said he did play quarterback in middle school, so that's middle something. School? Which is yeah, and, I mean and, that's something, but uh, and Billy was like, not too good. JJ was a capable quarterback. He would have been, you know, quarterback. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it seems like it, JJ's. It seems well, and I don't even know if he's a more mobile quarterback because Jordan's a pretty mobile. Yeah, that no, was like one of his storylines is that he he would run instead of pass. Yeah, in his first season, I think. Yeah, Jordan can move. He could definitely, and they do. Even uh, they had Spencer throwing him touchdown too one time. Right. So yeah, I don't I don't know where this I like I don't I don't know why Jordan is in his head and yeah maybe it's the concussion stuff uh, about about JJ but. Jordan is Jordan. Um, mm-hmm. And so the other thing with Jordan is that Simone has had her baby. And she uh, is, she had this uh, feeling in, in episode four that she wanted to uh, get her baby back. And then she ended up, you know, seeing how Shay, which is the baby's name, how Shay was with his his adopted family and his, his family and you know they invited her in and they had a really nice moment where they sort of accepted Simone and understood her need to just make sure that her child was okay and so it seemed like that ended up on a good note but it was a little bit <laughs> we uh uncertain for a second there yeah I mean it's a big uncertainty in life like you got pregnant um, in high school, um, to a person that doesn't want said child. Um, so you believe that you're doing this all alone, even though you are in a relationship with somebody else. Um, but she probably just didn't think she was ready. But yeah. Seeing yeah. a family that has a house already taking care of the baby, saying, this is my son, that that even brings even more uncertainty. Like, what am I doing? Is right or wrong? Right. Right. And so. I think that once she saw that the family was nice and that they were welcoming and that they really did care for her baby, then she she, she felt good about her decision. Hmm. For sure. And I don't, I don't... Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think she was in episode five. Simone. Uh, nah, Simone was nah, not an episode five. All about Jordan and his concussion. Um, and, and most of the game was taken on most of the episode. Right. Um, and so we know that uh, as we wrap up with football stuff, Darnell was gone. and feel bad for him because, you know, it's his senior year and that's really uncertain about, like, how he's going to finish that and what's going to happen to the scholarship and he was pretty upset about it but he seemed even more upset about the fact that he was losing a family to your point earlier like he as a military kid was just like I know that I shouldn't get attached to people and he did get attached to to life in Crenshaw and so he was struggling with that a bit and saying goodbye to Dylan and saying goodbye to Spencer and, and Grace and Cam yeah yeah, it was like I said. Uh, episode to me seemed more about family, especially because of Darnell. Because like, 
he just lost uh, <laughs> their dad. I forgot the name. Um, Spencer and them's dad. So they just lost him. Yeah, uh, Corey. Um, Corey, yeah. Um, and now this is his mom went back to base. So he was like, he just wanted some certainty. And this seemed like certainty to him. He still got to play football. He still, he got to move in. He got to have a stable home in a way. And he was getting comfortable. And this is the first time in probably in a while that he has decided to get comfortable. Right. Right. So, and then for, to say that uh, no matter what, like, you always have a place to come back to saying this is home, this is family. I feel like that's why I said that episode four was mainly touching on family because of what him, Jordan, and Simone, and the baby, um, how the grandfather was there. They had the uh, at uh, at the baker's house and they had dinner. Right. Even sorry, one second. Shouting out, even though Willie deserves no credit for this, really. But even Willie was saying, "Oh, I need to get to know my granddaughter better," which is just like about time. Yeah. Like, yeah, where have you been for the 15, 16, 17 years they've been born? <laughs> exactly. I know, and I not know only you, that, but I know like, you have problems with there, your son. Spent most of his time with... Time uh, with Jordan. Right. That's right. mainly because of football. Exactly. And he tried to, you know, have Jordan pay him. That's a whole other story. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it was... I, I, I did enjoy episode four because it was so focused on, on family. I like that too. Um, and so, we'll quickly touch on this. Patience is trying to get out of her contract. She eventually goes to Mel. Coop is kind of upset about it, but she gets out of her contract. And so, there's that. <laughs> um, I feel like Coop should be happy that she got out of her contract, no matter the means. Um, it's not like Mo said that she owed her or anything, which Patience said, but Coop took it in a whole other direction, and that's why they stopped talking, and that's what end up that end up end up leading Coop to Spencer at the end of the episode. And right. Spencer, right. Like I think Coop should be happy too because now Patience can is free to sign with Layla and. Mm-hmm. And they can know, make their they, music video. Exactly. Their, drop their song. They can make their music video, which. Coop thinks is amazing in their music, which Coop thinks is amazing. I don't know how the audience feels about yeah, Coop's I, music. Yeah, I, don't, I, I feel like Patience can sing what Coop needs to gain it. It ain't it. <laughs> Honestly, I, I listen to say JP was correct. <laughs> yeah, like um, he was interested in Patience for obvious reasons. Obvious reasons. Um, like uh, no offense, your music Coop, ain't it. Yeah, it ain't it. It ain't it. Coop, I'm sorry. <laughs> Rapping ain't for everybody. Stay in school, sweetheart. <laughs> Stay in school, Coop. <laughs> you don't lie, so I can say that. Now I'm just like thinking about all the TikTok. Uh, <laughs> when she, <laughs> when they had that like battle, and it was just like they were they were like saying Coop is a snitch. <laughs> It ain't it. You die. It ain't it. Man. Coop, yeah. Stay in school, Coop. Maybe reconsider. Reconsider uh, the whole, you know, trying to get out of school thing. 
Um, and so that was all of that. And with with Crenshaw, uh, we know that like Layla sues her dad. It doesn't end up working out, but Patience gets in a contract anyway. That was really what Layla's purpose was, including like you know the thing with Spencer and therapy. And uh, the big one, Olivia and Spencer and Olivia. Um, Olivia has just been uh, not herself, I think. And Spencer and Olivia haven't been their usual uh, selves. And three, they had that discussion. Yeah, heated discussion, if you want to call it, at the pool table. Uh, and it seems like Olivia was with Spencer in Vegas. Um, and then she left and she saw Asher. And we know that Spencer also got together with Layla in Vegas at some point as well. Um, what mm. that means, we don't know. But yeah, they kind of left off on a weird note. And by episode four, it seems like they are trying to find their way back to being friends. Like they said that they missed each other and they wanted to uh, you know, be friends again. Uh, and so they agreed with that and they had this little hug. It just seems like, you know, it's ever since we, ever since we started season three, it's like there's this romantic undercurrent that wasn't there necessarily over the past like season and a half. Since, since Spencer has gotten together with Layla. Yeah, but I felt like uh, Spencer was always going to come back. You could just tell from the rep, like they had like a different connection. connection. And, yep. Yeah. Everybody right. else. And they just seemed more natural if that makes sense. It does. And in Spencer's own words in four, he says they just get each other. And Dr. Spears actually takes that to me, uh, takes that as Spencer is in love with Olivia. And he's like, no, she's just my friend. So what did you think about that? Uh, I feel like he just hasn't fully realized his feelings. He, I feel like he knows, but he doesn't fully realize yet. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm in the same boat. I still want to know what happened in Vegas, but it just is like, for now, they just decided to be friends, even though it doesn't look like that's going to be the case for uh, nah, not forever. very long. <laughs> it just, yeah, you just feel like something's going to happen. Uh, and they didn't see each other in five, and that's mostly because we followed Olivia sort of for the first time. Again, we know that she's drinking and this time Laura starts to suspect that she's drinking and tells Billy, tells Billy about it. Uh, and Billy does some half-hearted attempt at checking Olivia. <laughs> that man yeah, irritates he's, me. He's not the best of father unless it he's comes the to worst football. father. Not even not the best. He's the yeah. worst. <laughs> In my opinion. In my opinion, here eat some eggs so that I know that you're not using what in the world. Um, but yeah, so they're sort of trying to figure it out. Uh, Laura, she's concerned about this and 
Billy is the one who really pushes this, like, oh, we shouldn't have done this. But Laura takes a, uh, basically takes a sample of Olivia's hair and gets it tested. And Billy's, you know, says you cross the line and we've broken our trust. But I, when you have a daughter who's an addict or a family member who's an addict, they need to take all the steps. You, you, you yeah, it's boundaries are important. But we also but have to realize that right, boundaries have to be overstay. flexible. You gave when them boundaries. You gave them boundaries at first, and then they did what they did. Exactly, exactly. And you know, when it's something like addiction, it's just it's just more important, and it's it's important to respect people's boundaries, but it's also important to do what you can to to help your family. And so, I think that Laura did the did the right thing, and. You know, she apologizes and it looks for a moment there like uh, Olivia is going to um, <laughs> basically confess that she's been drinking because alcohol wasn't tested. So it came back. The test came back clear. She wasn't taking pills. Mm-hmm. Um, and but she uh, Laura gets a call and, and Olivia sort of. Is just like, no, answer your call, even though Laura was going to keep talking to her. She's like, no, answer your call and leaves and apologizes and almost pours out her the alcohol in her body but then obviously Jordan and his concussion mess stops that yeah um I feel like Olivia just has to get she has to be willing to get the help she needs yeah and admit to others we know that she has admitted in the past and it hasn't Maybe because of everything that's happened, like there's been so much that's happened on the show in the past two seasons and between Spencer moving mm-hmm. in with them and the affair and the shooting, which she was also a part of. It She's gone through quite a lot. And so it seems like this season she's been more reluctant to talk, um, but it's important for her to like share what she's going through with other people. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of people ignored her a lot too. Right. No one really paid attention to her and I feel like she's just used to being isolated in a way. Right, right. Even her own twin brother wasn't fully paying attention to her. Even though, exactly. Even though exactly. they live in the same house do things but she ended up more relying on herself and found uh something to help with that and that's mainly uh, her addiction ended up going on yeah yeah absolutely so i hope that she gets what she needs but that you know there's a lot going on so we sort of leave off on the note of What's happening with Jordan's concussion? What's happening with Olivia? Is she able to sort of overcome this struggle that she's been having with alcohol? Spencer, you know, you're going to figure out what your feelings for Olivia are um, and vice versa for her, but also like, you know, you've now shared your with Hoop that she's your stop point. So how is all of that going to go? How's that friendship going to... Um, survive that or even just how's the friendship going to navigate that and 
you know, yeah, there's the Asher. It's always Asher. So there's that. And but Asher, a ton no, of, ton technically, of at the moment, they're still dating. Even though we don't know what happened in uh, Vegas and over the summer. But right. Asher, and no, and that's a... <laughs> And he has his own little side piece going on. So it's just like, what is what is happening? What is happening? And it seems like we're going to get some of those answers in six with, with teenage love. So we'll <laughs> talk about that when it comes. But it definitely seems like we're starting to get a clearer picture of what happened in Vegas slash over the summer. But there's still all of these questions um, that we have. Yeah, that's... That's four and five. What do you think? What did you anticipate was going to happen in six and beyond? Uh, like, what were your thoughts after you watched four and five? <laughs> Before you watched six? Um, we got to see how Spencer, like, uh, you know, we got to pick up our five and all. Got to see where this leads Spencer and Coop. Mm-hmm. Um, how will their relationship be afterwards? What's going to happen? Is it a, uh, it literally cut off on Spencer's face. Um, how is the sex scene going to go for Beverly with Asher and Jordan being able to play? Uh, will Olivia finally decide to admit that a drinking could be a problem? That's my main uh, main concerns. Yeah, no, I agree. And the last one, even though, again, Billy is not my favorite character, forgot to mention this. Uh, something with Billy's mom. It seems like Billy is really upset, really, for something that happened with his mom. Um, and so figuring that out more. But I think besides the whole Spencer to Olivia thing, I think what I was... I just really wanted to see if Laura would continue to sort of clue in on Olivia because like she said she did promise that she was going to pay more attention and so it looks like she made a step but yeah just digging I just hope she digs a little deeper that's sort of where I am but yeah that's that's four and five um what's it the name how come and uh, my mind's playing tricks on me <laughs> right, right. But yeah, that's the that's the episode. Thanks for joining. Did you have fun, cousin? I did. I did. I'll have to get you on during the actual shows run. Wait, but you're one of those. I'm gonna wait until Netflix. Before. <laughs> but I'm gonna make you watch an episode as it's airing so that you. Can, uh, I so watched, that my I watched, audience. I watched the. I watched the first one. I watched the first one. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll have the you first, first the first review so that okay. the audience can enjoy more of my my cousin. <laughs> yeah, I watch I watch the first one just for you. The first day airs on television. It should be oh, soon, thank right? you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's like in a month, uh, just under yeah. a month actually. Yeah, because I got no one to see that uh, preview. All right, sir. Thanks for thanks for joining. And that's uh, our welcome. show. That is our show.
thank you for listening to Film Study, an All-American podcast. And stay tuned for the next episode. Have a ton of fun stuff coming out uh, that, that we got for you. So hope you enjoy it. Take care.